This is very in line with the bedraggled nature of this podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of This Is My Bourbon Podcast. I'm your host, Perry. Eric Smith's with me this week. Hi, buddy. By the beard of Zeus, I have returned! Hi. I'm here. (laughs) I'm all jacked up on coffee, bourbon, and snacks and tacos. All in the one. Right now. It's good to see you. (laughs) Came in a little too hot on that one. A little, I? little bit, but that's okay. I probably I'll, just killed somebody's eardrums. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let it just. I'll, I'll work, I'll work with it in the edit. I'll fix it in post. Is this almost to the point where you're like, you need to get a normal catchphrase, or am I still trying to figure mine out? You know, I don't know, <laughs> because I like it both ways. I think it would be hysterical if you kept it up, but it's also something that's never been introduced to the show before. Is a catchphrase. Well, tune in next week. See what I say. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness gracious. Thank you all so much for being here. If you're new to the show, please go ahead and subscribe. Leave us a five-star rating and review if you are a returning listener. And also hope you're doing well if you're a returning listener. Uh, Follow us on social media, at my room pod. Eric's at Whiskey Mutant. Subscribe on YouTube to both of us, actually. I have a, well, I've had a YouTube channel for a while. (laughs) But I didn't have it called Whiskey Mutant. So yeah. I turned my personal channel that I had old band videos on. So if you want to see them, just search Whiskey Mutant on YouTube. All Try- one word. All one word. I'm trying to get 100 subscribers because I, I can go and change my address on there to like slash YouTube slash Whiskey Mutant. Yep. So just help me out and go watch my old band. You can see me jump around and scream into a microphone. <laughs> You can also follow this, this show. It's, uh, this is my bourbon podcast over on YouTube as well. And uh, patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast for as little as a dollar a month. Supports the show. Five bucks a month gets a bunch of bonus content. We are in the middle of retiring flying blind for a bit. Maybe forever. I really don't know at this point. And we're in the mo- in, in we're doing pears pours. Pears pours. Pear, pear your. Wait, no, that's another show. Prepare your pour Prepare on your pour. <laughs> Whiskey Mutants, Instagram, soon to be YouTube. Hey, no, this is uh, Pear Spores. Pear Spores. Which sounds worse and worse the more I say it, so maybe this will just be the ever-changing segment name portion. Anyway. Pear Bears. Pear. So this week, <laughs> <laughs> we've, um, what is this? <laughs> I can't even remember right. exactly what this is described as. So in Don Nishida's big box of snacks, he once, sent. Once again, thank you, Don, for sending yes, us the big you. box of snacks. For he sent us a variety. So we switched it up. This is not like a crazy packaged item. This looks like something homemade. It's called sesame seed peanut candy. Um, ingredients, sesame seed, peanut, vinegar, sugar, water. Um, and we tried this a little earlier and it's basically kind of like a diet payday. Don, I don't know about this one. What are you trying to tell us, Don? Are you trying to get me to eat to diet me? snacks? Don, what are you trying to tell me? So, Perry suggested <laughs> we go back to the payday pairing that we did on Instagram. And we have Old Granddad 114. And it actually... Helps this diet payday. It really does. The sesame seed in this with the old granddad, it makes me think I'm chewing on sesame noodles. And I know that sounds weird, but I kind of like it. But you're right. It's like <clears throat> it's like noodles and a little soy sauce and like you'd have with like sesame chicken. What's what's the peanut butter chicken called? Oh um Pad that's not pad thai, is it? I know what you're talking about. That's what it kind of reminds me of more than anything. So it's a very, it's probably the most unique pairing we've done so far. Yeah. It's very strange, and I honestly don't have a lot of thoughts about it because of how, 
how odd and off the wall this it's one the is. It's the sesame seed, like you said. Like, yeah. That's just like giving it this whole like kind of weird, I don't think I've had sesame seed candy before. I just want to go back to my tacos now. <laughs> True. <laughs> oh, that, th- I mean, I like that we finally found one that kind of tripped us up a little bit and we weren't as confident in right initially yeah this is definitely something that like if i was at home trying to pair this i would be i would take a couple of days and like go through several bottles <laughs> to get the right one but it, yeah especially if you didn't know your if you didn't have your knowledge prior about you know the paydays with the old granddad 114 right so and try this one no i'm just kidding there's no good hashtag for this one aside from the one that we used and only patrick <laughs> hashtagged it with. Patrick actually actually found out that you can use a hashtag that has at least 500 characters in it. <laughs> Possibly more. It's just the repeated phrase world's longest hashtag over and over and over again with the hashtag. <laughs> Fewer than 100. <laughs> oh goodness, Eric, what have you been drinking recently? What have I been drinking? Well, what have I been drinking? We've had a couple of different things. So you had the fried uh, turkey from Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Russell's Pick. Mm-hmm. Um, I had with that I had their uh, Nashville Barrel Co. Bourbon Pick they did, and it was a five-year pick. And man, oh man, that thing—I would never think that was five years. I messaged Zeke about it, and he told me it's just those—it's the Kelvin barrels. He said there's something about the the ones they have from NBC with the that were put in the Kelvin barrels that he just loves. And I had to agree. I was like, this thing is one of the best five-year bourbons I've had. So I, I want to cut you off there for just a second. I got something I got to put on the table here. Uh-oh. So I texted John Edwards <clears throat> on Sunday. I said, hey, man, because they were in town. For well, they were in Bardstown, right? For the Kentucky Bourbon Festival, well, the Bardstown Bourbon Festival, whatever the heck it's called, I don't know, <laughs> doesn't freaking matter. I texted him and I said, "Hey, you should totally come see me before you leave." He goes, "I don't think it's going to happen. Zeke's with me." <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> what does what it did mean? I do to see? I have never once spoken to Zeke. And he's like, I don't think he's going to want to come and see you. <laughs> he said it like that? No, I mean, that's kind of how it was implied. Maybe he just needed to get home or something. He couldn't, I don't know. I can't imagine that Zeke would ever not want to see somebody. I don't, I just don't know. Like, I got that message and I didn't know how to respond to it. It was fine. I did, I did a lot of work around the house and I did some podcast stuff as well. But, like. <laughs> Maybe we need to get to the bottom of this. I can't have this many feuds going on on the podcast. <laughs> Do you know how many storylines we have, Eric? <laughs> the feud cast. <laughs> we, we've got one feud right now. And that's all I can handle. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure there, that there's nothing... That Zeke doesn't. I don't think there is any anyway. Honestly, it was probably John being with Zeke for like a whole weekend. He's like, I got to get home. I gotta, I gotta drive these three hours home and then just drop him off and skirt away. (laughs) Did you see his post where he took a picture of all the chairs in the pool? (laughs) Like, what are these guys doing out here? (laughs) My favorite one was I. I think it was a picture of him and the guy from Bourbon Lens with Zeke. And I think David Mandel actually uh, re uh, regrammed it, restoried it. I don't freaking know. And Zeke's face was covered up with a with an emoji. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, good times, good times. Anyway, anything else you've been drinking recently? Um, I mean, yeah, that might not start a fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, let me see. Let me see any non picks I've had that won't trigger anything. Uh, nothing, nothing really special, I would say. I had, uh, I broke out that Total Wine, um, Jack Daniel Single Barrel Barrel Proof Pick. Yeah. Because, uh, you had, um, 
I just killed mine the other you night. You killed it, and I saw yeah. saw that post, and I was like, I want to have a little bit of that. I love that pick. So I do much. too. I need to get more Jack Daniels barrel proof. Yes, we all do. I wish there was more. I know where some is in town. <laughs> really? Yes. Is it a pick or just regular? Just regular. I'll tell you after the show. Let me know. I will. Uh, yeah, so I killed that Jack Daniels pick from Total Wine. Freaking love that bottle. I also killed a, uh, a just a... What is happening over Sorry. There? That's me. <laughs> Get in my water. Get in the water. Banging bottles together. Uh, I also killed just a standard off-the-shelf uh, 1792 foolproof last night as well. I, so. I love... 1792 full proof. I do too. I wish I don't understand why that's not just readily available. Like why can't that just be a normal offering? You know what I mean? Good. Well, I think it's for a couple of reasons. One, they can probably make more money off of dispersing it into small batches and, you know, cuz I I mean, if you know you- what? I don't care about the money. I don't care about what they want to do. Listen to me, okay? Cuz that's what they should do. We're angry today. <laughs> we were angry when we started because we had two, an eight. Two angry men. <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> angry old dads. <laughs> you know what really grinds my gears? What really grinds my gears when somebody gets a bottle and they say they're going to give it to me and then they open it for themselves. That's what really grinds my gears. Like I said, this is a one feud at a time <laughs> podcast, so you can talk about that all you want. <laughs> Eric? Yes. What are we doing today? We are going to review the new Elijah Craig that you haven't had. Not you, Perry, but the listener probably has not had, unless you've got some inside source that's sneaking you a bottle of stuff. Or you've got the same media contact at Heaven Hill. You know I what? I like to think that we're just special, okay? <laughs> um, but before that, we're going to compare a straight-off-the-shelf Elijah Craig I got today with a 2016, the bottle right after they took the age statement off, but it's still like that, what, the pirate bottle people call yeah. it? The squat mm-hmm. bottle? We're going to compare those two, talk about some Elijah Craig, and then review... C921. Little peek behind the curtain. If you can tell who is uh, driving this podcast today, <laughs> um, <laughs> you're not alone. <laughs> There's two of us sitting in the room together, and it's very obvious. I don't know why this has happened this week, <laughs> but that's just, that's just how it goes sometimes. That's why you have a good cause. It is. Some things will never change. That's why you have a good cause. All right, curtain's closed. I'm the captain now. Ah, great. <laughs> you ever steered a ship before? <laughs> no. All right. Was it on the pregame chats or the regular episode last week where we talked about if I was gone in two years, would the podcast oh. still survive? Uh, was it the... I think it might have been the main episode. Yeah. I said I would do what I can. I would keep it going. I would just that have doesn't to... give me a whole lot of hope. I would just have to learn how to put it up on the... On the podcast. I will, I will write out instructions for you. And I'll also, whatever laptop I have, it's yours. Nice. <laughs> because all of it's basically stored on there. You can take, I need to wipe a couple of things off of these hard drives, but you could take my hard drive, <laughs> my external hard drives. Um, so, random question. Okay. I'm not like, like, this sounds morbid. Okay. I'm just for the sake of the podcast. If something happened and say, say you couldn't talk, let's do it like that. Say something happened to your voice. You couldn't talk. You were just hanging out and you wanted the podcast to go on. So I kept the podcast going on. Who would be the first special guest host to bring in to fill the next episode? Who would you want? Who would be like your ultimate? Like it doesn't have to, it can be anybody that would work with me. Somebody you'd be like, they would make a great episode. Well, that kind of cancels out Fred Minnick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I met Fred Minnick in Kroger one time. Oh, when he was doing like the... Um, the tickets. Re- and yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was so random. It was after work. I was just so tired. I was getting some stuff. So I went into one of the Krogers to just see if they had anything. And I was like, 
Is that Fred Mick <laughs> over here handing tickets to people? That's so weird. I went to I went to see him at a Kroger when he was in town. I think it was over at the Beaumont for that same thing. And uh, he was pouring like samples of all the picks from from that year. It was the Trifesta yeah. year, so 2019. I was like, I can't drink a whole lot. I've got to go work out after this. Worst workout I have <laughs> ever had in my entire life. I probably had in full like an ounce and a half of bourbon i wanted to die <laughs> i wanted to absolutely throw myself on the floor and never get back up again um boy this is tough <laughs> I, I also have to think about my own mortality <laughs> no that's what i said you just <laughs> or lost about your like voice. something yeah um just temporary you lost your voice for like a month and i have to like take over oh what if you did the same thing that I did when I was waiting for Swan to come back from his hiatus? And he had like multiple guests. Yeah, hosts yeah, yeah. Through who, and through. Who would who would be one or two that you would be like? You have to be. Well, I definitely think it would be great to see you do an episode with Will and Grease. That'd probably get rowdy. That would be the most. But I still let you edit. Ep- yeah. <laughs> That's why I said you're not officially gone. Your voice is just gone. I would still yeah. need you to edit the episode. I would also sit in the room with you while you were recording with a whiteboard, and I would just hold it up <laughs> <laughs> like a producer. Jamie, can we get that audio clip up for us? <laughs> I kind of want to do this just anyway. Like <laughs> you hold it, you you are just directing like me with somebody and it's just going off the rails and you're just like no 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 <laughs> tone it down a little bit i'm trying to read like the like the notes you're putting on there you're like perry if you want to say something just speak up <laughs> uh, i think for a month you could probably get by with jumping around from co-host to co-host long term though no idea no i don't want it to be long term I don't want it to be I long term either. I need my voice to I need you. come back eventually. I need you too. But that's a different conversation. <laughs> <laughs> this is a weird episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've not even really had that much to drink. It's just no. that we haven't had that much to eat today. We've we've both been up for a while. We haven't slept much. We, we haven't ate much. Taco Tico on the pregame chats. Had some good questions on there. Had some great questions. Go check those out. Patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast. Yeah. If you want to ask a question, join the Facebook group. Please. All right. This is the ad episode of <laughs> Timbit. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. I'm spo- do I plug that now or not? No, nope, I'm going to go ahead and plug it. <laughs> All right. Okey-dokey. Let's pour some, two- what do we decide, 2016? So do you want to compare these two then side by side? Or Yeah, I think so. I'd like to. Okay. Um, I haven't had, re- I've had some picks. I've had barrel proof. All that, but I have not had just regular old Elijah Craig in forever. I still haven't drank my sample of the barrel-proof pick that you gave oh. me. Oh, I don't even know. I think it's in the, the house proper. I'm going to go find that real quick. Just yeah, for we'll mostly, add it in there. Mostly my peace of mind. So if you want to say anything while I'm, while I'm going. Um, so Perry's going to get another sample of Elijah Craig. It was a sample... I was given, I actually was given a couple ounces of this. It was a Justin's House of Bourbon Railbird Elijah Craig pick, and it's the barrel proof pick. I've had it. It's good. Got Perry some. He's going to get it. Maybe he no, found it. No, funky nerds. Funky nerds. You got to be special on the list to get some of that. So we'll talk about that some other day. Um,. Funky trails to you until we pick again. He ah, found it. A lot of important stuff while you were gone. I heard some of it. Um, so now we've got 2016 Elijah Craig in the old bottle. Not the big red 12, but the one after. A brand new, right off the shelf this morning, Elijah Craig small batch. And Perry's got a sample of a Elijah Craig barrel proof pick from Justin's that they did for Railbird. And then we've got the new C921. It's a lot of Elijah Craig. Look, it's my favorite, one of my favorite bourbons for a reason. And it is 
as I've said countless times before, what I believe bourbon should taste like. Yes. And it's classic. Like. It's just the very essence. Eau de bourbon. De bourbon. Bourbon. This 2016 smells absolutely friggin' amazing. So I actually just had the 2021. Comparatively, <laughs> um, there's a big change. There's a big difference between these oh two. Oh, my. <laughs> just right off the nose. One doesn't even smell like it's older than like six years old. No. Wow. I didn't, I knew there'd be a difference. I didn't know there'd be that much of a difference. The 2016 smells like they just took a bourbon barrel and they just added a bunch of like cherries and blueberries and it just got this like sweet, funky note on it and it just, oh my goodness. I mean, it's even, it, it's definitely got like dusty funk to it. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it tastes so good. I would never, I would think this was at least 100 or more proof. Yeah, I, I, I think that <clears throat> what we're seeing is a lot of the age making it feel like it's hotter, mm-hmm. making it feel like it's, you know, just got more depth to it, which might become more apparent with proof. But I totally agree with you. Uh, and, and the difference between these two is almost night and day, I feel like. But I think, like, even before we started recording, I was saying something about how these old pirate bottles still had, I believe, to be, like, a majority 12-year-old product in it, whereas now I think that there might be some in the the small batch, but it definitely doesn't push through in the way that the no. pirate bottles did. It's It's like when you go on a... It's like if you take a tour and you get to try, like, a... A uh, little little sample of each distillate, like maybe aged or different or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like taking this old, like dusty twelve to fifteen year old tasting thing that just tastes awesome, and then you're drinking something that's like two years old. Yeah, I you know, and I think that's just because we're comparing the two. I doubt that I would get that if I was drinking it by itself, but putting them side by side. It's night and day, like you said. Yeah, and and so many people were making the the assumption, I guess, or the argument when the age statement was dropped that you know it, it's probably still, like I said, probably still got a, a lot of twelve year old product in it. It's just because they're trying to allocate it for other products, or they're trying to, you know, just keep in keep the demand up, keep the supply up for the demand of the product itself. But I, I think that, you know, as time has gone on, of course, they haven't been able to maintain as much of the 12-year-old product. And so, yeah, they have had to mingle in younger barrels and younger barrels. And I, I, I feel like somebody sent me a picture of a case of Elijah Craig that had an age statement on it, like the box, and it actually said 12 years. Mm-hmm. I, but I don't even know... I mean, clearly, this is not twelve years old. No, it's a it's crazy <laughs> the difference. Like seriously, if you have a brand new Elijah Craig bottle, small batch, and you have one of these old pirate bottle, I mean, it's worth getting them both out and just comparing the difference. I would have never have thought they would be this different. Now, I will say though, there are still similarities between the two of them. I do think that the mouth feels a little bit fuller on the the old bottle. Mm-hmm. But the basic components of it are still present in the newer bottle. It's almost like comparing the small batch to a pick of small batch. Yeah, absolutely. Because I have always been, you know, I would rather grab a pick than the regular bottle because there's such a big difference. And it's like a pick of a great pick of Elijah Craig versus the small batch. I think all of my picks are in the cabinet at the moment, or else I would pull one out. Oh, you're fine. We got plenty. I've already I've already gotten up once in this podcast. <laughs> and he ain't doing it again. I refuse. I refuse. People always talk about whether or not they would like to see age statements come back. And for the longest time, we said, it's not really that big a deal as long as there's good product in there. 
I think that this is a good indication that initially it worked, but it's kind of declined a little bit since then. Right? Yeah. I mean, th- this is, again, the new bottle's still good, but it does need that extra little oomph that's brought forth by the youngest product in here being 12 years old. Right. And but this this old one tastes like a special release limited edition Elijah Craig which in reality it was just on the shelf like this one. Mm-hmm. And it and it almost gives you the feeling like and I know if you're listening Heaven Hill, I know that you don't this is not you. But it's almost like you took Comparing the two, when you took that age statement off, it's almost like you were maybe, well, it's just a small batch. Let's put it on the shelf. They're going to enjoy it or whatever, as opposed to this old one that's like, this is like a crafted, like very unique, good bourbon that we, you know, took time with. And I don't know, like I wish that that was the Elijah Craig, like that was available right now. And it's it's funny because... I'd still feel the same way about this newer product being what I was saying, you know, what bourbon should taste like. Because again, all the components are there from the old bottle. Right. It's just missing that extra little oomph. But clearly I see where I was coming from when I first tasted the pirate bottle. It's just something else, man. Like I, I, there was a period and I kicked myself because I didn't pick up more of them. But when I was living in Richmond, there was a liquor store there that had the only Elijah Craig small batch that they had in stock was the old bottle. And I just bought like one. <laughs> you just never know what's going to happen. I know, but I was also like, I, I was 21, 22. Right. You know, I was very new to the, the bourbon game. I mean, I didn't start the podcast until I was 24. Yeah, and I'm a few years older yeah. than you, and even I, when I got into it, I didn't think about grabbing Weller. And I mean, I know this is a very repeated statement, like a broken record. Oh, I remember when Weller, but it's true. Like you get so used to seeing something. Like I knew Weller and all that stuff that was sitting on the shelf was always available, even though I didn't know much about bourbon. And when I got into it, I was like. You know, it's probably going to be there, and then all of a sudden it's gone. So, same same difference, I guess. So, I don't know if this is, by the time this episode comes out, I don't know if this has been announced yet, but I just got verification of some big breaking news. Right. Smoke Wagon is finally coming to Kentucky. Finally! Jesus! Finally. I'm... I mean, I've had to order mine off Sillbox and all this stuff and pay shipping, and, I mean, it's about time. Oh, that's a good one for the pregame chat we had. What do you mean? They asked what... Uh, oh, MGP? Not, yeah. Yeah. What companies are doing MGP the good way, and I think having that MGP out there in, like, the West aging a little bit different is kind of a unique way to make it different. Yeah. So, but that's a whole other conversation. Sorry, just had to bring that. I'm hey, glad I opened my breaking. phone. Exclusive. I, this is my bourbon podcast. Exclusive. I just got a text from an unnamed source verifying that verifying that news. Nice. So, well, that's awesome. I think you would find it less awesome if I told you who it came from. I don't want to hear about it. Okay. I just hope that they have picks available if they start letting local stores do picks i'm sure they will eventually because i want to get i've never got a smoke wagon pick i've got the 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 uncut and the small batch but i would like to get some of those picks well truth be told and i did this episode with adam a couple months ago at this point where he mostly blinded me with smoke wagon i think i remember that i just like i'm okay i'm fine about them like, I don't really care one way or another. It's nice that it is finally making it to Kentucky. And I'll probably wind up picking up a bottle in one capacity or another. But I just, like, everything has been so average for me. It's been so, like, I've just, I've not felt the need to buy a bottle. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, maybe now that it's going to be around, I'll actually pick one up. 
My voice has gotten progressively higher the longer this episode has gone on. <laughs> anyway, I threw um I threw the both of these together. Okay. Just out of curiosity. So I'm going to let it sit for a little bit. Let it mingle. And I'm going to come back to it. But in the meantime... Would you like to let it mingle? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> so we're going to... Do you want to try... Yeah, we're going to review the C9 toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do I'm that. I'm leaving that one in. Oh. <laughs> you know what we also could taste on? Did you ever try your sample of the Parker's? I did. I, I saved half of it just in case we needed it for... Reviewing. We might need it for something. Thank you, Heaven Hill. Thank you, Heaven Hill, so much for sending us these bottles, these samples. Uh, that is how we were able to bring this review to you, basically. So, C921, Elijah Craig Barrel Proof, the final installation in this year's Elijah Craig Barrel Proof uh, bottles, releases, whatever. 12 years old, of course, 120.2 proof. So, what what's funny about this year it's not funny haha but like oh that's crazy interesting uh what, what's interesting about this year's releases of the elijah craig barrel proof is that everything has been lower proof than normal the first release was 123 second one was 118 this one's 120 and i don't think fully that it's been to their detriment i do think that the 118 was leaving a little bit to be desired maybe that's just the proof found in me but I, I think it's been a solid year of Elijah Craig Barrel Proof releases. We've not had one that's been too hot. We've not had one that's been just so, solidly in the middle. Or one, it, like, it's the, it's, I just realized I was doing the three bears. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is the year of the this three bears of Elijah Craig. This one's too cold. This one's just right. <laughs> this one, this may be the, is that the just is, right. Is that baby bear that went away to college but got like a <laughs> philosophy degree and then came home because they don't have a job <laughs> hey this one's just all right all right all right listen this thing smells amazing it really does this may be the just all right not just all right but the the best one of the year it's got that werther's original oh yes there's so much <laughs> butterscotch it's butterscotch candy. It's just a whole bag of it. A Maybe. little bit floral. A little bit like kind of potpourri-ish, I think. Right on the back, like kind of up front, it's really butterscotch. And then like right on the tail end of it, it's like a little, yeah, like you said, a little floral. And I, I don't like comparing like, bottles to bottles but it's almost like one of your like if you had a favorite like four roses pick that was just you know half candy half floral like yeah it, it smells like that absolutely i i dig this a lot man i think it smells great um i am the only thing really that i'm missing is that standard kind of elijah craig barrel proof like heavier wood characteristic like a darker note Right. That, that comes mm -hmm. through on, on most bottles, on most batches. I always get a really dark, like maybe like burnt, like syrup, brown sugar. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, absolutely. Um, I, I mean, I think that might be my only critique of it is that it's missing a little bit of the the roundness that is normally present, but it's not unpleasant by any mm -hmm. means. And on the first sip. It's dangerous. 120.2, is that right? I mean, I I was shaking my head, yes. I'm sorry, that was bad radio. Oh, you're fine. I saw you. It doesn't matter what they see. I appreciate it. Um, oh, man. It's so dangerous. I could... So, just like you said on the nose, like that, you know, that characteristic of Elijah Craig with the dark note, you know, this doesn't have that... To me, like that kind of upfront, like, hey, I'm Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Yeah. Like, hits you. You're like, there it is. This, this is just like, you could pour a whole glass of this and you would never know that it was I mean, a barrel proof product. I hate, I hate to peek, <laughs> peek too far behind the curtain, but look at how much is left in the bottle. 
<laughs> yeah, dude. It's half full right now. And I had I had a little bit the other day when you first got it. And I just I just got it on Saturday. I mean, it's that drinkable. It is. This is It's it's got a little bit of heat to it. It's got a little bit of the alcohol burn, but I mean, it I tell you what. This might be the best Elijah Craig barrel proof to pair with a cigar. Because it already has some of the tobacco notes present. But I think that if you go with something a little bit heavier, like a shade grown, or no, excuse me, sun grown. My bad, everybody. Please don't at me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But if you go with something like a sun grown, it's probably going to round out some of those darker notes that we've been missing on the the palate and on the nose, for that matter. Um, I might send you home with a cigar. I don't know much about cigars. I need to learn. Do you know how to smoke them? I know how to smoke a cigar. I don't know enough to be you, like I could. I could pair this and that. Do you have a cutter? Yes, I have okay. a cutter. I have a little torch and all that okay. stuff. I, I can. I can maneuver my way around a cigar. You just don't know. I much just about don't it. know much. That's about totally it. fine. I just wanted to make sure that, like, if I sent you home with one, you were at least prepared. No, I'm good on to. that. Sound. <laughs> going, going on another pairing route. You know what I would pair this with as far as snack cakes go, from cigars <laughs> to cakes. And it's just kind of the same way you said. I would pair this with, do you know the Little Debbie fancy cakes? They're basically all white. It's vanilla, vanilla, vanilla. Prob- those sound familiar. They are probably my favorite non-chocolate, non-breakfast like cake. Squares. Oh, yeah. Two pack of squares. Oh, heck yes. Of course I know those. I, I would think this would be like pouring butterscotch over ice, vanilla ice cream if you paired them together. I may have to make that happen. <sighs> I think you need to try this one with a fudge round. Oh, I could go. That could definitely work too. Adding some butterscotch to chocolate. Or the frosted fudge. Oh, frosted fudge cakes. You know, There's a s- fall party cake? Frosted fudge cakes are my second favorite next to fudge round. Really? Yeah. Oh, God, dude, I'm learning dude. so much about... I'm telling <laughs> you, this Debbie. thing, I could... Devil squares? Devil squares, those are the chocolate squared yeah. ones. It's got like a... What's in the middle? Vanilla. Is it that? Is that just it? Mm-hmm. They look kind of pink from a distance. That's why I was confused. Oh, man. This thing tastes like... It... It picks up right where the nose left off, and you get butterscotch and chocolate, and it's just, I'm going to use the phrase a lot of people use, crushable. (laughs) Hope it's not trademarked. Um, Do you want me to text Grease and ask (laughs) This is a crushable Elijah Craig. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it... I just found my new favorite shirt. I hope you're ready for this. Oh, boy. <laughs> Little Dabby. <laughs> I'll wear, I would wear the hell out of that shirt. I know you would. <laughs> Little Dabby. What's funny, too, is that it's just on the chest. It's like just where the Perfect. pocket would be. You're, you're, so it's just like you, you wouldn't really think about it too much if you kind of saw it in public and you just kind of glance at it. Then you'd be like, wait a second. Little Dabby. Is that Little Dabby? <laughs> It's my new rap name. <laughs> Little Dabby. The cakes, the cakes, the cakes. Little Dabby. The cakes. Little Dabby. Oh, I kind of want to like make that track for you. <laughs> yeah, I, I would write a whole song about cakes. <laughs> and the background would be Little Dabby. <laughs> ch, ch, little Dabby. Ch, 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 little Dabby. I could probably make most of this happen, honestly. At least get, like, the the loop down. Patreon exclusive. (laughs) Until we release it as a single. Yeah. (laughs) To Spotify. (laughs) (laughs) The one thing we haven't really talked about on this yet, though, is the finish. Okay. Not much. Not much. (laughs) And I think that's why it's that, you know, that drink the whole bottle in one setting almost because you're not getting any hug or anything on the end. 
I'm not saying it's a bad thing necessarily, but I think that's the only thing I wish it had. I wish it had that Elijah Craig barrel proof finish. Yeah. It's just not there. And maybe that's why it makes me want to go back for more because I'm like, hey, I'm not really feeling anything, yeah. so I'm going to go back. Nose palette, great. That finish, though, ain't much there. So by the time that this episode comes out, I will have done a live stream the week before where I compare all three of this year's Elijah Craig Barrel Proof releases. It happens every year. I'm sorry. It's just a thing that I like to do. Okay. Don't apologize. I'm not apologizing. The people got to know. Okay. I, I know I said I'm sorry, but I'm going to backtrack here and say I wasn't apologizing. Okay. But I, I, I'm just curious, you know, how these are going to stack up against each other. And I, all three of the releases this year have been drinkable. Easily drinkable. I've gone through a lot of A121 this year. What was the proof on A121? 123.8. And and B was 118. Is that right? Yeah, it was like 118.1 or something. Um, A121 was 123.6. 123. Okay. So, again, all still in the same ballpark. I kind of want to just... I can't remember because it's been a while since I, I've had, I have both B and the A at the house, but I kind of just want to compare that finish, the finish of all of them. Yeah. I think that's, that's where it's going to make or break because this smells great. It's so easy to drink, but that finish is just not a barrel proof finish. And of course I'm going to have to try a small blend of all three of them together. Of course. <laughs> what if As they, well. <laughs> what if they did a fourth release of Elijah Craig Barrel Proof each year, and it, it was, was a small batch of all three? Dude, I'm here for it, that honestly. would be so good. I think it would be great. I think it's a, a fantastic way to kind of market yourselves as well to show people that, you know, everything that they make is consistently good, but in some capacities it might have other, you know, applications or other ways of even enhancing its its quality i think but. that would be awesome i think that would be a cool like elijah craig barrel proof like le for the end of the year or something like that yeah it could even be like distillery only we said it we said it here first we did that being said <laughs> um i hate to do this in the middle of an episode but maybe hold off a little bit on buying a bottle of this there's a lot of stuff going on in Heaven Hill right now. There is some Heaven Hill controversy going on. Yeah. Uh, and, well, daggone it, you broke it. You bought a bottle of a, a Heaven Hill product today. I did. It's fine. For content. Uh, <laughs> it was for content. I'm sorry. It was for the content. It's, it's that, that's you falling off the ledge. <laughs> that's me getting thrown it off the ledge. It was for content. Don't hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, absolutely perfect. Um, yeah, I I'm not trying to give them any uh, any not what I want to say here. I'm not trying to give them any free publicity right now. Well, maybe by the time this is actually released to shelves and maybe the everything will be resolved maybe i don't know who knows I, I mean stuff like this can take anywhere usually from like a couple weeks to a yeah. month and a half two months um it just depends on how willing to talk with each other right everybody is um but just unless you can't live without it just hold off a bit just wait. Anyway, standard $65 a bottle, $70 a bottle, whatever you're going to find it for on the shelf. Here's the thing. I think that we have, I have at the very least, done enough reviews on the show of Elijah Craig Barrel Proof products to where people pretty much know where I'm going to fall. At least three a this. year. Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> he's out of line but he's right <laughs> uh but i don't 
I personally don't feel the need to give like a numerated score for this. It's more than likely going to fall around like the 15 out of 20 for me. If you feel so <laughs> so moved to give a, a number for your score, go for it. But I'm just going to say this is a this is a pickup for me. Yeah. I, I can't I'm I'm never going to discourage somebody, you know, obviously with everything going on like you said, but as far as normal times go, I'm never going to discourage anybody to not grab a any any batch of Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Yeah. It's one of those that I recommend to anybody that maybe not know may not know about it or they're wanting something limited. I'm like, anytime you see an Elijah Craig that says Barrel Proof on it, just grab it. Yeah. It's always going to be good. It's always going to be priced, you know, assuming the store, whoever you're buying for, does a decent job of pricing it. And it's always going to be solid, you know. Maybe you want a little higher proof one, you know, you get a different batch. Maybe you like the crushable ones, you get this batch. But either way, Elijah Craig Barrel Proof is always just grab it. Amen. My brain finally started working about halfway through this episode. (laughs) 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 I woke up. He's alive. (laughs) He's alive. (laughs) Brick, you're not dead. I'm alive? (laughs) Anyway, I think that does it for the review. I was trying to think, do we have any? We don't have barrel rings this week, unfortunately. Um, No. We do have tips and bits, though. We do. You should drink on a little bit of that pick. I am 100% about to do that. Because... No notes at all. I've already had this, like I said before, if you leave it in. But I feel like... I'll leave it in. These... I've not had any other Elijah Craig Barrel Proof pick. But to me, it tasted like a very like rough, hit-you-in-the-face, like I'm. you're just... This is Elijah Craig Barrel Proof untamed to me. It's 11 years, and I can't remember the proof. Put it on 133.7. It's just like a I'm here. I'm I'm just ready. What is that? I'm ready to rumble, dude. That nose is like you are just in the rick house. It's just it's yeah, it's just raw. It's just barrels and rick house and just like smells just like a distillery. I still got sesame seeds in my teeth. Falling out. They're stuck they in there. Are. I ran my tongue along my gums and like a couple will dislodge themselves. Two days later. Oh, there's another theme. It's like popcorn kernel. Oh, that's the Dude, there was a day. I think I talked about this on the show before. I can't remember <laughs> if, if I did or not, 100%. But I uh, there was a day where I had like eaten popcorn and I got a piece of kernel stuck in my, my gums and I, I didn't even think about it i thought that i was like dying or there was some like i needed to go to the dentist like immediately and after like just hours of working my tongue over it it stopped hurting and just a little piece of popcorn kernel popped out of it i was like well (laughs) it's like the thorn in the lines paw or whatever it's like it can be so Uh small but it can be the most painful annoying thing ever and i would say comparing that pick to what we just had is out of control different. I really appreciate you bringing me this. What I'm about to do is by no means a, sh- a sign of me not appreciating it, but I really want to try this with a little bit of the C921. Put it in there, man. Blend it together. That is wild. It's uh, so hot. Yeah, it's so. that's what I'm saying. It's like this Super Saiyan untamed version of Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. And I guess that's what happens when you get a single barrel of it. Whew. I I mean I don't dislike it. No, I didn't dislike it. I just think it's a completely different animal than the the batch version. There it is. You're gonna have to mix that for me. You know that, right? You got enough left in that sample bottle. Here, I'll let you. I'm not exactly the best with uh, <laughs> I mean, the guy precise pouring. Him. The guy who created the Perry pour. I'm asking him <laughs> to pour me a small pour or something. Uh, anyway, w- while you're doing that, we'll talk about tips and bits as well. So you and I both watched a uh, a revival 
of a, of a show. One that I, I pretty much grew up with. I don't know if you have as fond of like nostalgia for it as I do. I We're talking about iCarly, right? Yes, we are. <laughs> um, so I wa- I'm sorry, it's 90210. Oh, I didn't watch that. <laughs> I didn't either. iCarly was a show on Nickelodeon that I did watch during college. Um, and it was one of those, I didn't go away to college. Like I went to like community college. So I was home when I was home, you know, what was on, you know, watching reruns of stuff or yeah. at night, nothing's on watching. And I actually enjoyed iCarly because I was a big fan of the, the older brother, Spencer. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, and I thought it was a, I thought it was a fun show. I mean, it was just one of those teenage shows, just like you can watch Saved by the Bell over and over again or something yeah. like that. They're just at some point when you're in college, like, you know, 16-year-olds up to, like, 20-some-year-olds, you, you kind of have that same humor and stuff. So I did I did watch it. Um, I watched a lot of it, and I thought it was I thought it was interesting. I thought it was uh, entertaining. I, I love that show. I watched it religiously when it was first on, and they, they brought it back for Paramount Plus. And it's the same cast for the most part. I mean, nobody's been, like, recast. Everybody that... They could get back, came back, and I am I am I do miss what's her name though Sam Sam I do too I liked Sam I thought she was like the just as much as the older brother was the comedy relief like I yeah. I liked her humor I miss that. Sam and I miss Gibby oh yeah Gibby but I love the dynamic of the new show I really enjoyed it it had moments where I was like all right come on. <laughs> Pick it up a little bit, but I mean, for the most part, it just, it, I feel like it maintained the same quality of the show from when it was first on. So I was getting ready to just say that, like, and this to me is part good, part bad, because it almost felt like it just took the same show and put adult joke, adult, like, uh, content, content into yeah. it. And you're like, I feel like, you know. At at one point, it's interesting because it is like them being adults and doing that. But at the same time, it's like, I feel like it's the same show. Well, yeah. And, and you're only four episodes in, right? The one thing that becomes increasingly more apparent is that there is less attention given to the show within the show, which is what the show is named after, iCarly. iCarly was originally the the web show right. that they did. And now it's turned into like her YouTube channel. Yeah. You know, essentially. There's so much less of that and more about just the the people on the show itself, which to me makes it feel like a more grown-up version. And I mean, there's not, you know, there's not random dancing or, yeah. you know, stupid cowgirl or whatever but I, I mean there's plenty of the soul of the original to still make it feel like they just kind of picked up right where they left off can we just talk about how they're like immortal in the way they look what is jerry trainer doing he looks exactly the same as he did when i carly ended that's what like I'm spencer saying. will never age um, Freddie looks like he's the same person with just a fake beard. <laughs> a fake, like... <laughs> Somebody called it a, a permanent five o'clock shadow. Yeah, I'm like, who... How's this guy look the same? <laughs> well, that's just... That's that's what blows my mind. Um... Yeah. And, and I mean, Miranda Cosgrove looks just about the same as yeah, she always has, yeah. too. But if... If we don't get another revival of a show from Nickelodeon... And we only get the the quality of this one for a couple more seasons. I'll be fine with it. I would love to see a Drake and Josh reunion <laughs> revival. He's. Oh. I know it's not. I don't want to talk about it. 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 Do you see the Tur- Turner and Hooch uh, remake I've on Disney Plus? I've not it. watched it either. But. I think it's so strange though. <laughs> what a weird. What he's a, a weird another, thing to remake. He's another person that kind of looks like he's just like. The same person, just with with a, with with a, a fake, fake beard. beard. Yeah. yeah, 
You know what I want to see a revival of in the same way of like the same characters, but they're older, like our age is Doug, the animated series. Oh, dude, that would be killer. I would love that. I think that would be great. I don't think a show like that would work with something like Hey Arnold. No. I think Hey Arnold, because like his grandparents would be dead. Yeah. Most of the neighbors would be moved out but, of But gone. you have but Doug. Like, like Doug, he's still yeah. our, he's like our age now. He still loves the beats. You know, he's listened to the same music he did before. <laughs> Skeeter could maybe be having some, like, issues, and he's helping him out. Maybe Skeeter's, you Is know. he a drug addict? No, maybe he's having <laughs> some, like, kind of maybe he's like having things. some marital problems or something. Like, Roger, I don't know. I feel like Roger, like, would have tur- took a turn, like, he would be, a 180 and been, like, a really nice person now. He would turn into a a, a, a school counselor, like a student yeah. like a student counselor at a, at a high school. Would Do you think Doug and Patty would be together, or would they be, would it be one of those things where they, like, just became, like, best friends and, like, they have, like... No, they would be, for each other, the one that got away. Yeah. And... Doug, Doug would have been, okay, <laughs> this is good stuff. Patty would have married and got divorced. Okay. Doug never would have married, been in a string of like failed relationships, oh. probably as a single dad, right? Yeah. And then reconnects with Patty. She moves back to town or something. And... Like they kind of go through the oh I don't think it would work are we just gonna you know Doug comes back into town Patty never left he goes he's like I'm gonna go get a burger from the Honker Burger is like yeah nostalgia. exactly and there she is and he's like that's how they reconnect oh my God. yeah <laughs> we just wrote the show this Nickelodeon is a, this is our idea idea don't steal it. <laughs> How many things have we come up with? I mean, on this show there's so like, many things. People please make don't, so much please money don't off steal us. our IP. God, <laughs> I would love that show so much. I would too, wow. man. Did you ever watch any of Fuller House? I did. I liked like a couple episodes. Well, I, of I was going to say and I liked like I just, two episodes, and, <laughs> and I was done. I was just like, I get it. <laughs> I think really I think that I think Doug being animated would would make it better because it could still be so it could still be kind of more entertaining and goofy. He could still be. He could still have his like moments in his head where where he like imagines stuff and like you know there could be some random quail man like uh, did vision. They, did they? Oh, he could be a comic book writer. Yeah, that was yeah. Like it, like he actually succeeded like he actually as a comic book writer. That, yeah, and, and quail man was anyway. God, <laughs> this is amazing. Like he's oh, he's successful in his in his business life. But he's never been able to be successful no. in his private, personal life. Just wrote it. Even You could even make this just like a two-hour special. Yes! Doug now. Doug 2021. Whatever. I think that, too, would be really fun to see uh, in all that reunion with the cast God. members from the 90s and 2000s. This is all that. Because they've, they've brought all that back for Paramount+. Plus. Yeah. But I'm talking about, like, basically just making it SNL. But with everybody who was on all that right. back then, Amanda Bynes might be a little bit hard to get mm. to. <laughs> <laughs> She's the firecracker on that one. She's Thanks. The, um, yeah. But uh, <laughs> we've danced around a lot of topics on this episode. I just want to. I just want a pizza face skit. <laughs> <sighs> Repairman, man, man. Repairman, man, 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 man. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, what other tips and bits? Um, I watched a, I'm getting ready for October, so I watched a scary movie the other day. A horror movie. Um, so, two podcasts I listened to, um, were getting ready to review this, so I was like, I have to watch this first because I want to know, I, as much as I love hearing people's reviews, Uh I want to know it first, so, Uh because I want to know if I agree. Can I, can I take a guess? Go ahead. Malignant? Yes. Yeah! You're exactly right. I watched Malignant the other night. Uh, how'd you like it? Okay. I got stuff to say about Malignant. I know that it's schlocky, and okay. I know that it's campy. S- spoiler free, because I want this to be October's Prepare Your Poor. You have to watch this. Oh, absolutely. Because October, we're getting spooky. Um, so anyway. <laughs> we're getting spooky, We're y'all. getting spooky. We're getting scary. <laughs> it's time. 
So the Who Goes There podcast was going to review it, and then the uh, Weekly Planet was going to review it. So I had to watch it, like two of my favorite podcasts to listen to. Malignant is on HBO Max, so anybody can watch it. And it's a it's by James, is it James Wan? Yes, it is James Wan. James Wan is known for the uh, all the like um, insidious and like these really like greatest special effects newer horror movies. But he also does Aquaman and he does some Fast and the Furious. Um, he did some other horror stuff like Dead Silence and Conjuring, I believe. This movie is just wacky horror and i'm not going to spoil anything but it almost doesn't know what it's supposed to be is it supposed to be a corny horror movie or is it supposed to be this john wick horror movie at some point at one point i'm like the our villain our monster yeah how did he learn how to like be an assassin like this like yeah there's parts where he's like doing, like, really gory kills, and then there's another part where he totally is, like, taking out a whole room of people with, like, he's Winter Soldier or something. But... Well, to talk to your point a little bit, though, James Wan did say before the movie came out, don't expect another Conjuring movie. True. So, I mean, he at least kind of set everybody's expectations up for what this movie was going to be as far as... It's 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 not your standard run of the mill what horror movies are now. Right. The game has changed drastically since what this movie is trying to emulate became unpopular. Right. But at the same time, like half of the movie is just like a James Wan horror oh, movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then towards the end of it, you're like, we're we're like an action horror movie now. Like, but not to take away from anything. The, the special effects, there's there's just enough gore and blood that I love. And then there's, he does this thing. So without giving anything away, this girl, she ends up being able to see these murders happen in real time. And when she sees them, she's like paralyzed. She's watching them. And like the walls and the environment start melting away and they turn into like where the killer is. So it's awesome. So, and then you go on to find out why she's seeing this and, you know, the secret behind all the the killing and all that, you know, your basic horror movie stuff. But there's parts of it that I laughed at. There's parts of it that I said, wow, that's awesome. There's parts of it that I said, what the (laughs) is going on here? And then there's, when you find the what's really going on, you're like, oh my God, look at that thing. (laughs) It's entertaining. I've seen, I... The movie has been spoiled for me, like the big reveal and everything. Yeah. It's not going to ruin my like enjoyment no, no, no. of the movie itself. But having seen what the big reveal is, I did laugh out loud a little bit. You will laugh out but loud. But at the same time, I was like, that is the, extremely disturbing. <laughs> the, cons- the concept of whether you make the, the monster or the villain a assassin type killer or whatever, the concept in itself is awesome to me. Uh, you know, the word malignant kind of gives it away if you think about it, but I'm not going to say anything else. Definitely watch this deer in October. Oh, it does. Um, so, <laughs> I hadn't even thought about yeah, that. So it. watch it. It's If you have HBO Max, it's free. It's going to entertain you. Uh, well, it's not really free. If you pay for a subscription to HBO Max and you use your money to get all the stuff on HBO Max, Eric, 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 you can Eric. watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I would encourage you to also go and watch uh, Chris Stuckman's video on it. He's a YouTuber, a filmmaker as well. Stuckman with two ends. Uh, he does a great review of uh, of Malignant. Um, also, speaking of YouTube, I just came across this YouTube channel last night called Razzle. Razzle? R-A-Z-Z-L-E. And basically, their entire shtick is they get drunk and watch bad movies. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Bad or good movies. I watch. They. I, I mean, the first one I watched was we get drunk and watch the Cat in the Hat. <laughs> the cat in the Hat. 
the, the, the Mike Myers oh, cat in the hat. Oh, my God. It's brutal. Uh, uh, they did a couple of Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I just watched those movies. with my kids the other day, actually. <laughs> and trying to explain them why they change actors in between the movie is simply impossible. So if you have anybody under the age of 10 and you try to tell them why actors are different in sequels, just just make something up really fast. That's my other tip. It doesn't work. They don't understand. For your own sanity, they only did this with the first two Wimpy Kid movies. Okay. Um, but there's two... No, there's three that I really want to highlight. <laughs> B-movie with oh, Jerry Seinfeld. Oh um, Thirsty Boys is all I'm going to say about that video. Boys. Their Spider-Man... Like the original Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie. The first one? The first one. Okay. Um, there is a line in it that literally made my th- made me throw my headphones off because of how clever the, <laughs> the joke was that they did. Um, and then uh, Nacho Libre. Oh, I love Nacho Libre. It's, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. But they, they, some of the guys have never seen it before. <laughs> and so they don't really know what they're getting into and they just enjoy it from the most gentle genuine point of view but again thirsty boys okay uh, <laughs> noted i got that one yeah. lined up now anyway razzle they're funny it'd be awesome to have them on a podcast sometime too anyway i think that does it for this week it does let's get out of here where can people find you on social media, Eric? At Whiskey Mutant on Instagram. Like you know, pairing everything, whatever, with whiskey. And now go subscribe. Whatever. Whatever. I've said it over and over. Um, and then you can go search Whiskey Mutant, one word, on YouTube. Trying to get some subscribers on there. I'm going to start putting up Marital Combat live there. Prepare your poor. And maybe some edited YouTube videos. Ooh. So help me out. Go subscribe. At My Bourbon Pods, where you can find the show, youtube.com slash thisismybourbonpodcast, bourbonshop.threadless.com for all of our apparel and merchandise, thisismybourbonshop at gmail.com if you have questions or comments, 859-428-8253 if you want to send us a barrel ring for our barrel ring segment. Uh, you can leave us a five-star rating and review on the podcast app of your choice um, or any app, I guess, which is still a thing that we're doing. And... Yeah, we got some more. So I got a I got a new uh, other app review for This Is My Bourbon Podcast. This comes from Dustin Whitaker. He gives us a five-star review, and he did it on the Jimmy John Sandwich Delivery <laughs> app. Dustin says, This Is My Bourbon Podcast never disappoints. Perry and Eric bring great reviews with witty humor, snack pairings, random info, and tips and bits segment that is a can't-miss part of the show. Big fan and can't can't wait for the next release. And once again, this is five star review on Jimmy John's sandwich delivery app. So keep doing that, I guess. <laughs> but also, please leave us a real review on our real podcast feed. <laughs> oh, it just gets funnier every time. I got to be honest with you. Uh, anything else? I don't think so. Patreon.com/slash my bourbon podcast for as little as a dollar a month. Little as five bucks a month, you get bonus content. That does it for this week. I'm ready to get out of here, Eric. I got a taco to finish. I do too, actually. We'll see you guys next week, which is two days ago, two days from now for us. Double recording. Oh, it's going to be a long week. Anyway, I, until next time, I'm Perry. I'm Eric. <laughs> this is my bourbon podcast. <laughs>